My name's Charles Story. I will be your host in the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the City of London, so let's get down to business. Today is Friday, the 22nd of December 2017, and we have a very special show ahead. We have one of the co-founders of CryptoKitties on the show. He's going to be giving us an exclusive interview to what's been going on, the origin, the original idea behind CryptoKitties, and where they where they kind of see themselves in the next year to two years, and what their current market view is as well. So don't miss it. And before we do that, let's go through the levels real quick. Bitcoin is currently trading at thirteen thousand nine hundred forty-three dollars, down eighteen percent in the last twenty-four hours, which is an extremely interesting price point for anyone looking to get into Bitcoin. Ethereum is currently trading at $690, down 20%. Litecoin is currently trading at $253, down 22%. And Dash is currently trading at $1,170, down 24%. The current market cap for the crypto space is $514 billion. And Bitcoin's dominance of that market is 45.3. So without a moment's doubt, let's get into the interview. So on today's show, we've got Benny, who's one of the co-founders of CryptoKitty, the sensation that's taken over the crypto space in the last couple of weeks. So Benny, how's it going? Good. Thanks so much for inviting me on the show, Charles. It's super exciting. Oh, thank you for thank you for coming. Um, Benny, could you quickly give any of the listeners out there that haven't heard, I know it's hard to believe, haven't heard of CryptoKitties, what is it, and kind of maybe a high-level overview of what you guys are currently up to? Yeah, so CryptoKitties is one of the world's first and biggest blockchain game that's out there. Uh, essentially what it is, it's uh, collectible, breedable, and uh, frankly adorable kitties uh, that uh, we've put up onto the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, and uh, you could do many different things with it, but some of which are buying and selling uh, and trading and also, like I said before, breeding these cats on the blockchain. Gotcha, gotcha. And did you did you anticipate, or any of your team anticipate, it would be as popular as it is? Because I mean, it went from you know no one heard about it to everyone knew about it, right, in the space of seventy two hours. <laughs> so, a very funny story is um, the the team uh, before we launched, we worked on this spreadsheet, and I remember that uh, this spreadsheet we were uh, a bunch of us actually. We're estimating the number of players that we think that we would be getting uh, and also in terms of uh, the sales that we would be generating uh, as a blockchain game. And uh, it's safe to say that a lot of the numbers that we had, uh, and especially what we've hit so far, were speculative for like th- the three months or six months mark uh, <laughs> and nowhere in, within the 72 hours. So um, when we launched it, uh, and the momentum started to build, and uh, the news channels uh, started to pick it up. Uh, it became very, very real, very, very quickly. Uh, and so the team started dealing with a lot of fires uh, that were uh, happening all over the place. But uh, it was super exciting to be able to grow. I think it was within the first 24 to 48 hours, we grew to like 60,000 users uh, or players. Wow! So that was uh, extremely fast. 
Wow, that is fast. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, just just really quickly, a bit of background. Where did the idea come from, Benny? Was it yourself? Was it just you guys kind of worked together? Was it over a few beers? I mean, where did where did the Crypto Kitties idea originate from? Mm-hmm. Well, Crypto Kitty comes from our parent company, Axiom Zen, and so Axiom Zen is a venture studio, and we, we built a couple of, uh, I guess interesting products especially in the SaaS space or in the enterprise space uh, and some of these tools that we we use internally ourselves so um, we often come together and discuss many interesting ideas and one of the ideas that were about four or five months ago that we were looking into was this idea of crypto collectibles um, you could see a bunch of uh, influences that were that were already out there like mainly uh, crypto punks yeah, uh, and yeah, there's a couple of other that were very interesting that were currently out there, and uh, I think that they were one of the first ones using the ERC20 token, so the normal token standard. Uh, a lot of these ICOs that were happening in, in, this year, earlier this year, were using the same standard, and these collectibles were very interesting. And we were in a room one time, and we were bouncing these ideas like, okay, like collectibles, I, we think that are going to be really big. Uh, because ultimately they're different from the normal uh, fungible tokens that are out there or all the other ICOs. Yeah. Um, you know, in this space, there's going to be currencies. There's going to be um, very interesting services like the Netflix that's decentralized or all these other different decentralized ideas. But then there's also that category of, you know, there are things that you could collect uh, that you may want to keep for for many many years, and then there are also these these companies that are focused on um, gaming content, right? So uh, one of them is focused on gaming content that you get exclusively in like Counter Strike or something like that. Uh, and there is a of course a market where people are selling these gaming content uh, on these different marketplaces. And so gaming content exploration was very interesting of how do do you really own the gaming content if Blizzard or if Counter-Strike, what what do these companies go bankrupt? Um, Do you get to keep the the item that you've uh, discovered? Uh, And is it actually rare, right? So one of the stories was uh, very interesting was Vitalik uh, on his About Me page where he said that uh, he was playing World of Warcraft and uh, essentially, one of his spell or one of his item was taken away from him on a uh, Blizzard update uh, on World of Warcraft, and that kind of was like the initial, uh, uh, I guess, upstart of why he he started working on Ethereum, and we felt that story was super interesting. Perfect, perfect. And for anyone that doesn't know about CryptoKitty as well. Um, you 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 purchase a kitty, and they can breed of other cats, right? And then they can they can have spawn, and then you can sell the spawn. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. You you could purchase a kitty, uh, and then you could uh, breed it with another kitty that's already in the market. Uh, of course, if you decide to do that, uh, there the it's up to the other user who's offering up their kitty to be able to breed with yours for a certain price uh, or you could just buy two kitties and uh, do it yourself <laughs> of course of course and um, have you had any clients that have made considerable amounts of money from breeding breeding crypto kitties thus far so um, 
I'm sure there are. Um, we don't really follow up with it. I think of there course. was an article that was written. Uh, if you Google it, and it was talking about someone who um, was quite successful with it, uh, not just breeding, but also uh, in buying and selling within the marketplace. Yes, I did come across an article. They sold it one one of the crypto kitties for in excess of six figures. I think it was uh, mm -hmm. hundred thirty thousand dollars or something. I think that was the that was one of the main stories to go around, which was which is absolutely crazy. And and what is the process of buying a crypto kitty? I mean, how does how does one go about it? Is it quite simple? Is it quite complex? To purchase a kitty? Yeah, sure. So it's fairly simple. Um, we've built. We deliberately focused on the user experience. Um, we felt that uh, that the earlier part of this year with the ICOs and um, the dApps that were being built, a lot of it, again, was focused on, um, you know, when you raise an ICO round, typically it's like, hey, we promised a roadmap six, nine months, we're going to deliver this product um, and all that type of stuff. So we felt that, number one, um, for CryptoKitties itself, we didn't do an ICO. Um, yeah. We built the real product and we shipped it like you normally do with normal products. And so we focused on the user experience and that's why on the website, CryptoKitties.co, uh, we have the full-on marketplace. And that's a, a very, very easy way for anyone to go to this uh, website. And what they'll need is two things. Number one, is a MetaMask wallet. Uh, so MetaMask, if you don't know about it, it's a wallet that is a Chrome and Firefox extension. And essentially, it uses something called Web3 and it essentially acts as your login credentials for this web app that we've created. And then the other thing is you need access to crypto. So we only accept Ether at this point. We don't accept fiat or any other cryptocurrency. So you need a, a way to be able to buy cryptocurrency. Sure, sure. We you'd, say you'd, you'd have to hold it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Okay, and what, what's kind of what, what what's the price start at for some of these crypto cats in in Ethereum? Because I've seen some of them quite, you know, twelve dollars. I think is a, a starting price. Is that correct? Yeah, it really depends. I mean, with with Ethereum's <laughs> price rising really high, um, it's really hard to gauge. But sure. uh, for us, it's always been about accessibility. So, yeah. you know, we wanted kitties to be able to be affordable to normal person. So I think right now in the, the market, just looking at it, I think there are a couple of that are less than $10. Uh, and then it goes up from there, essentially. Perfect. And I mean, one one point that's been mentioned quite a lot, especially when we do our meetups and our events in London. Do you think that the crypto kitties have highlighted to the Ethereum, to the Ethereum network that you know really they need to ha the, the scalability issue they've got is is a real issue, and you guys have kind of shown that to them because I know it kind of clogged the network up for a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, at the at the highest point, uh, we were consuming twenty five percent of all the transactions on the block and. Uh, that was at the point where we were fighting a lot of fires. And so I think from our team's perspective, and we've actually been working very, very closely with uh, all the different scaling experts all across the globe. And we've also been working uh, closely with um, a couple of developers who are uh, part of the Ethereum Foundation. So uh, we, it's been a collaborative effort and a community effort ultimately. And so in our opinion, at that point, when we did reach the peak, 
there were uh, there were some issues in terms of scalability, um, but they deployed a couple of things that helped smooth it out. And right now, it's pretty stable. Um, and so the question is, if we if we were to grow this game ten times the way it is right now, yeah. uh, we would immediately have those same fires and same growing pains. Um, yeah, and you know, in terms of the the agenda of like scaling, as you guys all know, um, there there's definitely plans to move towards proof of stake, like Casper, yeah. uh, and sharding. All these things are in the agenda. Um, the thing is, the, the the timeline that they've kind of mapped out is looking like um, more realistically six months or or more. Um, and three months, there's a couple of interesting things that could alleviate some of these scaling things, but ultimately not solve it. Um, but I think it's ultimately a good thing, uh, just by speaking with a couple of developers who are working in the foundation and just reading the sort of the sentiment of Vitalik's tweets, uh, is that um, ultimately it was a really good use case at CryptoKitties that cats were able to take over the blockchain for a brief while and uh, <laughs> it, it, it kind of pushed scaling uh, the scaling agenda forward and I think yeah. uh, I think everything is going to be compressed in terms of like hey we've got to think about this now uh, more immediately right of course and you guys obviously want to grow and prosper within the community which which you're doing a great job at so yeah they need to they need to kind of figure out how they're gonna how they're gonna help you and and what's your views benny on other upcoming blockchains you know um, cardano one of them neo do you see maybe in the future you potentially switching over to one of the other blockchains out there or would you would you prefer to stay with ethereum so we we, we deliberately selected ethereum number one uh as the platform to launch CryptoKitties. i mean we've looked at other uh, blockchains prior sure. to actually making the decision the i think the, the opinion that we have right now is um most of the other blockchains um they're not ready um a lot of them and we've gotten this we've gotten this from a lot of users a lot of players on twitter all over the social media and they're just like, well, why don't you use this blockchain? Why don't you go to this blockchain? Or why don't you go to this side chain? And we're like, yeah, but none of these are in full production ready, and they're not much more ready than Ethereum is right now, right? Ethereum yeah. has been proven with, you know, with this year with a lot of the ICOs and the utilization of the ERC twenty. And by the way, uh, we created a token standard ERC721, which allows for CryptoKitties to be able to function the way it is. So we don't use a typical token standard in uh, Ethereum. Yeah. But so that's kind of like the opinion is that all the other blockchains, a lot of it's still proof of concept, a lot of it's still just coming into beta. Once they come into full-on production ready, then it'd be interesting to explore, right? Uh, a lot of these other blockchains say that uh, they could do scaling. They, I mean, they use all these different technologies, or they're using proof of stake already, right out of the box. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. And would we ever port this game and go to another blockchain? Um, it really depends. But you know, CryptoKitties ultimately, uh, what we've done so far, we intend to keep it here because these kitties, as we said, will live forever uh, in the in the Ethereum blockchain. If we ever explore other blockchains, it'd be like crypto puppies or it would be it'd be something else i'd be the 2.0 of whatever we created in the ethereum 
crypto puppies huh is that is that potentially the next venture you guys are looking at i think someone already has taken <laughs> taken that up i think neo oh. there's a one called uh, hash puppies so hash puppies. I, I i think puppies is uh, definitely already taken up <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the shame that's the shame uh, Benny, while we have you on the show is there anything you'd like to announce or anything you'd like to 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 let our listeners know over here yeah so <laughs> in terms of like timeline um you know everything's been moving so fast for us like it's been about two and a half weeks three weeks since we've launched and um there's already been like an up and a down period in terms of like oh the, the price of the kitties and of course the initial uh launch had a lot of hype and had a lot of press so i think for 2018 there's a lot of exciting things that we're exploring number one is um We've established this task force inside of Axiom Zen, and this partially has CryptoKitties uh, team members inside. Uh, and this this task force is in charge of fig- figuring out long-term scaling solutions. So we're again working with the best and figuring out, hey, is a side chain or peg chain? Like, there's a lot of different solutions that we're exploring, and we're collaborating uh, with uh, a bunch of partners there. So that would be very interesting and something to look forward to is that we're actively exploring all these scaling solutions and trying to push these agendas uh, much more faster uh, and rather than waiting for three to six months. So that's exciting. And the other thing is that we have big plans for CryptoKitties in 2018 in terms of branding. We, we, we really want these kitties to be uh, super big. Maybe uh, in the Heathrow Airport, you'll see CryptoKitties banners on the wall. Like, right. That's how big we're really thinking, right, in terms of uh, a global brand. So that's that's something that's on my agenda for 2018 is to make sure that comes into uh, fruition and then in terms of features there's a lot of people asking us hey we want to feed our kitty we want to walk our kitty uh, we want to pet our kitties uh, right now you can't do any of those uh, and I, what I would like to say and I can't you know explicitly say is that uh, we're exploring a lot of different things that uh, potentially are going to be off chain so they're not going to be you know every action that you every time you feed your kitty is this going to go into the blockchain uh, but we we intend that uh, crypto kitties is is your digital path um, and right now it's a very bare bones proof of your kitty that you could actually own it um, and they're super cute but the intention is that you'll be able to interact with it in the very near future um, I know that there's a bunch of collectibles that are coming out and they've really taken the approach of, hey, this is a trading card and like they, they don't really treat it as a digital path. For us, we have a lot of ideas to be able to bring these kitties alive. So uh, that's the that would be the 2018. I think it'd be super exciting for that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Benny, for making it on the show today. We really appreciate it. And if anyone is interested in, in purchasing a kitty, um, the best thing to do, I guess, is go to www.cryptokitties.co. And we're going to have a link in the description. If anyone has any questions, you know, Benny's the guy to talk to. But um, I'm, what's the best way for them to contact you guys? Is that through the website? Yes. Yeah, so we have the Twitter, which is CryptoKitties. And then we also have our Discord community, which yep. has nearly about 20,000 players there. So uh, <laughs> that's the best way to really um, we'll, – we'll, we're on both of those channels very often. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for making it on the show. Have a great day, Benny, and uh, we look forward to speaking soon. Thanks, Charles. I really appreciate you inviting us on this. My pleasure. Have a good one.
A big thanks to Benny for being on the show today. We really appreciate it and we wish you the best of luck in the upcoming year of 2018 because it's going to be a very special year for the crypto space. I personally believe it's going to be one of the most exciting years we've had thus far. With the interest building up all over the world, we've got the institutions coming in, we've got mums and pops coming in, and we've got people like us, the crypto investors who have been investing for the last year to two years to three years. So it's extremely exciting. We look forward to that. That's a wrap. I've got to bounce. Enjoy your Christmas. Have a great time. And we're going to be back in the new year. And we're going to be bringing you the most exclusive interviews. So tune in. Stay tuned. Remember to email, like, subscribe. You can you can email me at cstory, C-S-T-O-R-R-Y at svkcrypto.com. And we're going to have a very special year next year. So remember to stay tuned and, and get out the good word of the SVK Crypto Podcast, 15 minutes of crypto fame. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.